Fargo, North Dakota, the home of Star Fireworks. This is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. This very special pyro podcast is all about the people and the passion of fireworks and is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. And now, here's Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. Lord Brian. What is this job all about? Fire. He won the same Lifetime Achievement Award for innovative fireworks twice. Sparklers refused to burn him, purely out of respect. His punk is made from chupacabra hair. His 500 gram repeater holds 750 grams. When a firework explodes in the forest and no one is there, he hears it. His friends and customers call him by name. His enemies don't call him anything because they're all dead. He is Johnny Starr, the most interesting man in fireworks. Not all of my nights include spectacular high-quality fireworks, but when they do, I shop at Star. I-29 South at the Wild Rice exit. <laughs> What's up, Johnny? Yeah. Big horns are going off. Happy, happy almost 4th of July. Well, it's almost 4th of July. It is the first day of sales week. Yep. What I call hell week now. Well, and it never used to be hell week for you before. Yeah. Now no, it's always it's hell been hell week. But it's, um, I think it's improving. I mean, I think yes. it's improving. Um, you know, uh, you know, you've been a little down lately, but maybe seeing all the activity and all the labradors are here and look there's what five pallets shrink wrap shrink wrapped right behind me so yeah um no like i said it's our family reunion so it's good to get everyone back together see the customers see the tv people the new yeah. media was in here we we're on a today show again today you are on north dakota today north dakota today yes and you suggested that they should make it the tonight show <laughs> i said could you call me on a tonight show would be yeah, better yeah, cause yeah. You're, you're not much of a late a night. night i like the late night person. show yeah yeah this is my late night show yeah exactly yeah where it's, it's what eleven thirty on the 27th whatever it is yes yeah i'm going to 2 a.m Feel good. I'm like a prize fighter. You know, I come out, I feel good. Nine rounds, I'm doing good. There you good, go. You yeah, know. you were up at 8.30 this got morning. three more rounds left, I'm good. <laughs> For you, that's un, that's unheard yeah. of, 8.30. Yeah. So. It won't be tomorrow. No, you'll be here a little later tomorrow? Yeah, about 10.30. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So. Uh, well, ha- happy 4th, everyone. This is uh, Fireworks Brigade Pyro Podcast, as usual. Uh, Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker here. I'll give you a little update. Uh, shipping update, John. Uh, there's still stuff on the water, but... Yeah, I think the I think the business model may have changed. I think you're just going to have to keep getting containers in all season long. Yeah, our containers, you know, actually about three years ago, they started coming in pretty continuous. And I remember the old yeah. days where it'd be like January, like June 15th. We'd be like, we're still one more container. And then it's like June 15th. And we're like, that's it. We're all like <laughs> high five and the containers are right. over. And now it'll be containers, no. I'm sure, on the first, the third, the sixth, the eighth, you know, yeah. and just keep going. And, yeah. And how? 
there's people who came in today, they knew you got a container in and they knew what was on there. How does that happen? Uh, we might have called them or we yeah. might have told, you know, especially wholesalers, they, you know, we let yeah. them know what's coming in and what day. Yeah, I know. had people come in and say, oh, we heard something came in. Can you get it for us? Yeah. I mean, I, I, that was shocking to me. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. 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 You, you good news travels fast. Is that? What the heck is that? What is that noise? I have no idea. Sounds like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I hope nobody's shooting off fireworks in the warehouse. No, God, no. Yeah. Well, no, no. Is it something in the? Uh, I don't know what it was. I don't know. I can't see anything. I'm blocked by a bunch yeah, of uh, pallets. Me too. So. What? Um, that's a good thing to be blocked by a bunch of pallets going out. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah, always that's a good, good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's? Uh, how's your your inventory? Looks like it's holding up pretty good. I guess that's part of it. Our thing. inventory is good. Um, there's a few things we're lacking on, and then um, you know, getting them thousand cases of snappers today was uh, not the best thing, but. We did manage to fill a lot of orders and sell some of them, but I mean, you know, it would have been nice if they were here like two months ago. We could have sold them all. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. A thousand cases of snappers? Yeah, but it's a good head start. You adult know, I, snaps or the regular? No, regular snaps. Oh, okay. But like I say, it's always, a, you know, when something is negative in this business, we turn it into a positive. That's what I do. That's what you do. Yeah. So, I like I, I said, they're like a thousand cases of snappers on the 27th. I go, yes, but look at the start we'll have for next year. There you go. See that? There you go. We just need yeah. to find the money to pay for them all now. That's the key. Yeah. So, some people don't always find the positive. The silk lining is silver lining in the. No. You know, we were talking about Bob from Indiana earlier. He would be one who doesn't, uh, you know, abide by yeah. that rule. No, silver no. lining. Yeah, no, he, no, doesn't he's, even, he doesn't even. That, that, he doesn't even find a copper lining. A, um, <laughs> but I have to say, the staff here is—they're all happy, and they're all getting they along, happy. and they're they laughing. Happy. We eat together. They're, it's a much better vibe. There's no. Yeah. Um, there's not that much drama in the office like usual. No. Um, yeah, and I think it's uh, really well, good. But well, I attribute that to more men in the office. Well, that's a little discriminatory. I, yeah, I know, but it seems like some of the girls working get a little catty, you know, and then it's yeah. just, and then they start talking behind their backs, and just we don't have that this year. It's really been good. Well, you never have females in the warehouse. You never do. No, never no. in the warehouse, and that's no. why the warehouse always gets along so good. You know. <laughs> But uh, in the office, it's kind of like we got three males and one female, and it seems to be everything is, you know, working out pretty good. Yeah, well, no, absolutely. Or it's just not that drama. You know, we, ne- we, we never had drama here at Star. And then, uh, you know, a few years we had a lot of drama, and it's just not good. No, and, and the, the thing is you have a good group of people, and they all yeah. know what they're doing, and, and things are going along. In fact, you were gone for a couple of days, which is unheard of. Unheard you. of, yes. And, 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 and the place ran pretty well. Yeah. Makes right? me want to leave again. No. <laughs> it makes you want to leave again? No, God, no. Uh, no, it's it's more nerve-wracking to be away from your company than it is to be at your company. So, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'd rather just stay here and miss everything else would be fine for me. Yeah, well, and, and then you also have the extra bonus, or not the bonus, but what makes things even uh, more special, you got your buddy Clay leaving. Yeah, that's going to be sad. That's, yeah, yeah, that's going to be very sad. I I picture a night, everyone crying. Yeah, it's just a sad night. Yeah. We were at, uh, we went to dinner when I got into town Saturday. Today's Monday. We got a Saturday, and then 
we met Clay and your other former employee, Dion. We met them over at uh, mm-hmm. the Fort Knox. Yeah, Fort Knox. Fargo. One of my favorite bars. Yeah, but, you know, you could combine any two people in that bar and they still wouldn't be as old as me or you. So <laughs> I don't I don't like those kind of places. I just felt out of place. And it's, music is loud. And it's well, just, I feel worse when we go, when you, Paul, and all of them go to, like, a place <laughs> like, um, uh, what's that one now? Where they wear those skimpy clothes, uh, Twin Peaks. Oh, well, and then you're, you know, and no, uh, yeah, and the girls are like eighteen. I don't think, uh, yeah, I'd rather just be at Fort Knox with a bunch of, you know, well, but people with clothes on, anyways. I would have preferred to have me, you, Clay, and Dion like together sitting at a table at the Toasted Frog where well, we were earlier. Yes. Yeah, you can have a nice conversation. You know, where it's where we had dinner. But the Toasted Frog kicked us out. Uh, yeah, they were there. Yeah, they they yeah, wanted us to they pay. close earlier. Well, although they let us sit in there very late, they never rush you out. Yeah, well, it's I not mean, like the other places. No, well, we're we yelling and it. screaming at you. Yeah, we that. were slow tonight, and we ran out of some items, so we just decided to close. Yeah, them. yeah. And then you're sitting there waiting for some food. It is. Um, yeah, it's really bad. We're really striking out bad here with food. Went to an all night, <coughs> all night diner closed at uh, nine thirty. They're open twenty four hours. hours, but just not in a row. <laughs> Um, the old Rodney joke. And then the old, uh, you know, then our my favorite, you know, Dwayne's Pizza is uh, closing on at 830. And they were closed for Juneteenth yeah. on a Monday, which yeah, I thought that bad. was pretty bad. Yeah, that's bad. And, um, well, you know, the old timer that worked there passed away. And it just goes to at show Crow's? you. No, at, at uh, uh, Dwayne's. Dwayne's. Okay. And since that guy died, you know, it's like nothing runs anymore. And it's just kind of sad that you can't find people. Right. And this is a delivery. This is like a pizza delivery place. Right. I mean, you know, everyone's saying like, well, you know, I have no staff for the dining room. They can't even get staff to, I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know this, what is this world coming to? Yeah. You've got enough staff here, but people like working here because they can really maximize, you know, the hours during, a, uh, during this time of the year. And then they, what are you going to do, sneeze? What do yeah, you got? Cool. What are you? Know. What are you doing there? I just gotta get my phone out of my pocket. <laughs> okay. okay. So, anyways, yeah. But here's my point. You know, you want to hire more people, but you're closing at eight thirty. So now, if you got a guy that comes in for a job, you know, and he says, "Well, I have a day job, but I like to work here at night," you're telling them you're not going to be open past eight thirty. So now you're limiting the right. fact. You know, you're you're cutting off your own nose to spite your face. But the problem is, I really think that, I mean, you know, if we didn't have staff here, I would still be open. I mean. It would be a lot harder for you to do everything. Well, it it would be hard and the lines would be long, but I wouldn't close. I wouldn't give up. And it seems today's generation, if five people get to a restaurant and they say, hey, where's our sixth person? Oh, he's not going to make it. Oh, we can't open with five people. And they they don't even try. Well, I see that a lot. No, yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. They, it's just the, the path of least resistance, right? They're just going to, oh, well, you know what? People will just come in at 830. Well, just like the lady said, well, it's kind of slow. We decided to close the kitchen. Who decided it? You? And then we went to that second place. Jam-packed. Well, well no. we went. Remember, we went into the place in the hotel. Oh, yeah, in the hotel. Right? And we walk in, and it's one of those places where the kitchen is open and the, the hearth, the yeah. The, the wood-burning fireplace, the chef the is... Steak the steak looks chef, so good. The chef is there literally with, like, three steaks on plates ready to put them in, and we're like, oh, this place is still open. And we asked the we asked three people, and not one of them knew if we can still get food, which is crazy. Yeah. But then... Nobody we, wants to make that decision. Well, right, and then yeah. finally somebody did make a decision and say, no, no, kitchen's closed. I'm like, 
It's not close. He's standing right there. <laughs> He's putting yeah. food in the oven, uh, but apparently not for us. It was funny when the cook says, oh, I'm not the guy to ask. And I asked the bartender. The bartender says to the cook, well, he, <laughs> it's like they keep pointing fingers at each yeah, other. Yeah, they're all, they're all just, they're all oh, just. Oh, it's so sad. Just, just, you know, yeah, ask that guy. Ask that yeah. guy. Yeah. It's, uh, but you know what? It is what it is. But I'm glad at Star Fireworks, you know, people come here. We have the staff. We have right. the people. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and we make it fun, and we make your shopping experience and, fun. And that's primarily the reason why we don't get into the restaurants on time, because, you know, up until today, you were closing at 9 o'clock, but there would usually be people in here at 9, and we would stay open until 9.30. Oh, yeah. Until they leave. We never force people out, no. and then we're late for dinner. Then and we're then late for dinner. We're ended up at Denny's or IHOP, if those are yeah. still open 24 hours, not yeah. in a row. Yeah. But, how are your uh, how are the wholesalers been? Have you ever heard any word from them? Have they said it's been uh, active? I know we got a report back from Bob uh, in Bob in Indiana today, or he's not in Indiana; he's in Wapiton. But uh, any reports back? Is if things been selling or no? Uh, nothing. We haven't heard anything, but it is you know too early to tell. First day, you know. So, well, we've heard pretty good things in Indiana. We've heard pretty good things in Michigan. You know, Wisconsin right. seems to be holding her own. You know, it's kind of like the elections. You know, it's like, okay, how about Virginia? <laughs> you know, the early voting yeah. is in. Yeah, the early voting is in. I talked to three people talking about polling and, and you know, the, the polls. But I, I talked to like three or four people on the floor today is helping people find stuff. And, you know, they had some pretty sizable budgets. But this early, you always get the bigger budgets. And then yeah, like closer yeah. to the fourth, the people are spending nothing. But. Um, I did ask them all, is it so, you know, they they all commented on how the prices are higher. And I'm like, yeah, and they understood, though, shipping and that. So I said, let me ask you, are you using the same budget and buying less or are you just increasing your budget? And all three of them said, well, no, we're just increasing our budget. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's, well, a, little, that's a good sign. That's a little informal poll there. But yeah. 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 Because yeah, none of my um, regular customers that um you know i do the shows for them they haven't increased their budgets one did you know but um you know yeah and we were talking the other day and i noticed uh, they were talking about in the warehouse um and uh, you know we could talk about this a little bit uh you started a uh, instituting a restocking fee yes so um you know and i warned you i didn't warn you not like you need me to warn you about anything but i i just made the comments like are you worried about you know, uh, alienating some legacy, some long-term customers who have never had that before. And uh, your response was? I'm like, I can't worry about it. You know, right. the, it's, they're it's getting, it, standard they're getting the out of hand. It's very standard in all industry. And yeah. I mean, we're not going to name names, but there's a company that charges you $25 to go pick up your stuff from their warehouse. You can't name names? <laughs> I, I mean, I couldn't believe when I heard that. That's crazy. I mean, if I asked someone to pay me $25 to pick it up, that would be insane. Right. But it's okay for the people, the, the truckers, to charge me $100 when they can't get a chassis per day. Right. I mean, so our customers, a lot of them, we give them great service. And, you know, we'll take this off and take that. And it's, it's not one call. It's, you know, five, six calls. Oh, I found this. Uh, take the Saturn missile batteries off. Do this. Do that. And, you know, the whole pallet's made. It's shrink-wrapped. It's already tagged with their name on it. It costs money to do that. And right. now it costs even more money because everybody wants a pay raise. Everybody's looking for help, you know. Right. 
So if you get a worker, you know, you're lucky to have a worker to begin with, so you got to pay him more. And then when these people are just like, you know, like they're the only customer, and it's, it's, it was more this year than ever. And you don't know, did they find it $3 cheaper somewhere else or what? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. But, you know, maybe 5%, maybe think a little bit more. And 5% is cheap. Usually it's 15%. 15% restocking. Yeah, restocking. So 5% restocking fees, uh, not bad. And like it, I said, you know, where can you call up? What other place can you call up and place an order without giving your credit card? Yeah, you just you put it, you stack it and rack it and get it ready, and then they and then pay they cancel they or they don't want it or you Do know. Do they ever not show up? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't answer the phone. I mean, it's just so. What I do all this for, you know, if you're serious and you place an order, and we we see this at some of the trade shows. No, I want this, I want that, and I, you know, and then Friday rolls around and they don't show up like at some of the conventions we do. Uh-huh. Put this on the side, I tag it, whatever. I'll be back Friday to pay for it. Then they never show up. And then you're holding all this stuff. Right. So and it costs you money because you could have sold it I could have sold else. it. Yeah, yeah. I have that, uh, you know, a similar but not too similar discussion with people in banking. They don't realize that if we make a line of credit available for you and you don't use it, that costs us money. Yeah. I mean, money is money, is money yeah, right? Money so makes if, money. If, we're, if we, we set it, because the bank does have to set aside capital for that loan, and if you're not using it, it's costing us money because we yeah. could go put it out somewhere else. Same somewhere thing with else. your products. You could sell it. Yeah. So we should explain that we got a lot of noise, but we're sitting in the warehouse and we got the door open because we got a nice breeze coming. Nice in. little breeze. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, like you told me before many times when I'm signing documents, I'm like, Ron, how do these documents? Anything <laughs> I should know? And you're like, nothing as long as you pay me. As long as you pay us back. That's all. So any of these customers who place their order and pick it up, any of these orders who place it and just take it, it's not going to affect them. It's going to affect these people who constantly call up four or five times. So it's all, it's the same people repeat. It, yeah. It seems to be oh, okay. the same, same group, you know, yeah. not group, but the same customers over and over. Right. You know, they order all this stuff and then they, then they go through their inventory. Oh, I didn't know I had this. I didn't know I had that. Well, I know what I have, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. so, well, right, and and this new uh, business model, so to speak, of where these these containers are coming in continuously, and you're just, you know, uh, updating your your inventory list and stuff like that. It's gonna make it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it makes it. I don't want to say easier for you, but you can adapt to that because you have all this square footage to store this stuff. Yeah. A guy who, uh, you know, a guy who doesn't, uh, he's not gonna be. He can't. They have to manage their inventory better because they can't. You know, they can't keep getting containers in all year no. long, and only they get it by the fourth, and then they sell it. So, but they they depend on you to hold the stuff, and that that costs money. Well, that's another thing we give. I mean, we don't charge nothing for storage. I tell people, you pay for it, we'll store it, but that does cost money, and you know, and then we try and ship it out. Like, well, I'm waiting for our stuff. No, just keep it. I don't need it till 27th. Okay, but then. There's also them people who take some and oh, I don't want it. I'm not going to pay for it. I like one customer said the shipping is more than the cases I have on the pallet. And I said, the shipping is more than the cases I have in the container. We're all in the yeah. same boat. Well, yeah. Welcome to my world. Yeah. yeah. I can buy a container cheaper than I, I mean, I can, I can buy a container cheaper than the shipping. Yeah. What's your cost of shipping now? For a About 42,000. 
Yeah, the Class B was 45. Yeah, 45. And, and that's not bad, 45. We're not done, well, though. We, ha- we haven't got it from Chicago yet. So Wasn't that all included in that price? Oh, no. we got to pay the no, truck driver. Pay the air truck driver, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah, it'll be – well, and then you cost the 3000 for the other – for the broker, then you're out, you're going to be at fifty, mm-hmm. fifty thousand yeah. just just to just for shipping, just for the just for getting it here, just for getting it here. You know, that's uh, you put it on an airplane, it's going to be a lot cheaper. It, it's really sad, you know, but it is what it is. And but you know, my prediction is we're going to see demand yeah. a lot less next year, and maybe this is what needs to happen. And then you'll have too much, and then the prices will go down. Supply yeah. and demand. So we'll see what happens. You know, you could uh, get on the. You know, teach uh, President Biden a little bit about supply and demand. Yeah, well, like like we <laughs> talked about earlier, it's not only supply and demand; it's the it's the shipping, it's the supply chain causing well, yeah. a yeah. big demand well, and, and no supply. Price. Fuel prices, it's, yeah. all, it's everything. Yeah. What um, what what percentage of of orders that you take? What percentage of orders are 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 not picked up or are, are returned? Ten percent. Well, I'd say probably about five percent of all the orders have multiple changes on them. Well, so it's not a lot of people; it's the same people. Oh, so you charge restocking fee even if they make a change? Yeah, that's that's the whole point. If you okay. want me to take this off, take that off, I'm going to charge you five five percent for restocking that because I got to stock that pallet again. I got to rip it all apart. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had a. I it, we probably should share that video on one of the YouTube channels. Um, yeah. So case that they wanted off of the pallet was way at the very very bottom of the pallet so we took a razor blade knife we cut away the shrink wrap where that box was and then we carefully exercised it for- slid it out like right. we were playing jenga yeah yeah and i had to forklift <laughs> in there holding it and then we slid a bunch of these pepsi cases in there like the empty plastic pepsi cases okay and we plugged it back in and I said, now that's how America won the war. <laughs> <laughs> Necessity, yeah. Share yes. that video with me. We'll put it on YouTube. Yeah, not a video, but a great, a great picture. Oh, you got a picture of it? I, yeah, I think so. I'm going to try and find it. But it was so funny. I'm like, and that's how America won the war, you know. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so true. There you go. Look at <laughs> that. Oh wow! Look at that. That is like cool. You never knew it came out, yeah. but what, what yeah. I'm saying that takes money Text to do. Text that to me. Yeah. I will I like do that. that. Yeah, I like that. And uh, but yeah, it takes money to do that. And um, and like I say, people are like they just think like they're the only ones. Like right, they're the only customers. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just like other people. You know, call me up and like, well, I need. I need this finish. And I need that finish. And I, I don't want anything but, the, you know, well, go on YouTube. Got to watch it. I got 800 products. I can't remember what everyone done. And it's not the same. When I was in China, I took a lot of notes. I could refer back to my notes. They were more in my memory because I was there, there for 40 days. In person, yeah. I'm watching videos till 2, 3 in the morning, falling asleep sometimes watching these videos. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't keep up with the videos and all that and stuff. Yeah. No, I'm going to actually have a guy that watches the videos for me yeah, and he sends me emails. I mean, so, and then I'll watch his picks because he's telling you which ones are. Yeah. Better. I think he, we got lightning out there too. Oh no? well, yeah. There you go. But 
So yeah, there's there's a few things that you know as you get as you get more involved and it gets bigger and stuff, you gotta have some rules and some ground rules. And I just notice like every time we go to a convention or every time I try and play something on Amazon, everybody has to give their credit card, no matter what. Right. I just can't tell Amazon, hey, process this order. I mean, Amazon takes your credit card, charge it, and you don't get the stuff for three, four weeks. You know what I mean? Depending right. on the item. Right. They don't say like, well, okay, well, when it comes in, we'll let you know. And then you call them up and like, oh, I don't need it. Or can you change it? You know. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Let's do news, John. Ready? Let's do it. Fireworks news. Get your news. Big story. Get Big story number one, John. I- I've taken the liberty of. Fireworks news from all across the world. As we did last year, we did a live stream on the 4th of July after, you know, you have your annual show for all the all the all the employees and then some some oh, some yeah, watch that <laughs> some customers actually show up uh, and stick around. So we're going to live stream it again. I've taken the liberty. I've named it. We're going to call it Steve's epic Fourth of July fireworks spectacular. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, want to let everyone know. Um, we'll put a video on YouTube to invite everyone. So, but uh, want to make sure everyone. Uh, Steve says he's got a couple pallets picked here, and he's ready to go. Right? He's ready to go. He said, "Yep." All right. So, with that, and let's also do a little fireworks safety, John. I got a little safety tip since this is the Fourth of July. All right. Uh, all right. If consumer fireworks are legal to buy where you live and you choose to use them, be sure to follow safety, these following safety tips. There's just a few of them. And again, safety is the number one priority when you're dealing with this stuff. But typically, if you use it in the way it's intended, it's going to be safe. As it should be. Yes. Never allow young children to handle fireworks. Older children should use them only under close adult supervision. Never use fireworks while impaired by drugs or alcohol. What's your favorite Batman line? No drugs or alcohol. There you go. Never ignite devices in a container. Uh, yeah, you don't want, I guess, don't throw it in a bucket or something. I guess, yeah. Do not try to relight. Wait a minute. No, it can't be because, like, we, we, it's safer to put cakes in a bucket full of sand this way in case they tip whatever they don't hurt nobody yeah so well, i don't know what that means i, I think know. maybe trying to blow up a container maybe yeah i think that's what they're trying to do Do not try to relight or handle malfunctioning fireworks didn't somebody send us a video today the guy lit the relit the firework on the ground and there was a guy in the wheelchair and he couldn't get away from it yeah he's lighting he's like <laughs> back up to it back up to it reverse <laughs> Yeah, right. I, I laughed. That was funny. Soak both spent and unused fireworks in water for that, a few hours. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Yes. That's, that's a big thing. Keep a bucket of water nearby, obviously. Never use illegal fireworks. Okay. I don't even know what illegal firework are. Is. If they're illegal, why do they call them fireworks? Right, that's not an actual firework, then. It's an explosive device. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of that, bomb squad, John. Bomb squad. Here, I'm gonna, we're going to do uh, fireworks judge on this one. Bomb Squad disconnects fireworks device outside Forks Township Elementary School. Johnny Starr, fireworks judge. All right. This is in Bethlehem. I think it's Pennsylvania, John. All right. Pyro is now entering the courtroom. The Bethlehem Fire Department Bomb Squad disconnected a fireworks device overnight outside of Forks Township Elementary School. Witnesses told police there was a black tube with an orange cable going to an electronic detonator that was beeping. 
the captain of the uh, police department said Tuesday morning in a news release. Police and firefighters set up a perimeter after 10.56 p.m. Monday call to behind Shawnee Elementary School across from the uh, middle school. Uh, the gentleman said the bomb squad was notified and responded about 12.30. Uh, the tube turned out to be a mortar that launches fireworks into the air. The The gentleman uh, later told uh, LehighValley.com, the rounded firework is pushed down in the tube, and once launched, it explodes in the air. It was a firework that was rigged for detonation, Renner said. So they found a mortar tube with a, with a shell in it, right, with a, mm. with a mortar shell in it. With uh, with an orange fuse on it, or the one of the detonators. Yeah, he was. It's like a remote detonator. A rem- so they, remote detonator. But why would somebody leave something like that outside of school? And not well, I guess what they were planning to do is they were planning to set this up, which they did, and then at a certain time they're going to detonate it, you know, right. remotely. Monday and Monday was the last day of classes, so somebody was going to yeah. Celebrate. So they're going to yeah. do it like ba boom, ba boom. You know, well, unfortunately, it got caught by the police. So um, I, I that seems... yeah, he was gonna. Well, he was gonna be a little, little, be, uh, little proactive, get everything right. rigged up right. first, and then when you know when graduation, he was gonna hit the little button in his pocket. I I, I think the guy is uh, showing uh, initiative. <laughs> He's. Ha- I mean, you know, your son didn't even walk down the aisle. This guy's planning his own oh, parade. He's got, he's got his own fire. Got his own show. parade going. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> how can you how can you fault that guy? I am not faulting. He him, had to huh? get up early to do that. He had it all planned. He was going to make his friends all happy, and then they call it an explosive device, and they just. I just hope he didn't have his name on it. No, so they don't find him. Here's the. Hope he doesn't have your name on it. <laughs> Fight over Magic Kingdom fireworks spot leads to hospitalization of woman with bleeding on her brain. Oh, coming out of the pandemic, the fireworks have returned to the Magic Kingdom. Thank and God. And so have the brawls where Disney goers fight over the best spot to see nighttime shows. Do you really got to fight over a spot to see fireworks? They're in the air. Uh, yeah. Just look up. Each side wanted to prosecute the other. Disney cast member witnessed part of the incident and told authorities that she saw a woman fall to the ground and heard guests screaming. She didn't see the actual fight, she said, but guests reported seeing a man grab a woman by the hair and throw her to the ground. Jesus. Uh, the f- sheriff's office forwarded battery charges to the state's attorney for a 40-year-old man and 35. It, it's, it's unbelievable you're going to start a fight over fireworks. Yeah. I mean, have you ever have you ever seen the uh, the uh, Disney? Uh... Yes, I have. Long time ago. Have you? Yeah. You know, years ago, uh, Star Fireworks used to supply the fireworks to Disney before they went and, you know, before they started importing their own and stuff. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. There you go. Well, that was a big account for uh, Camstar back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Camstar is is big, huge name. I and mean, I don't think I don't feel like we don't mention him enough. But Star yeah, Camstar yeah. is I mean, if you even to this day, you go on the NFA website, his, you know, his picture is on there with a big, long, you know, history of what he. Yeah, I know. Camstar has done a lot for the industry and he doesn't uh, doesn't get that much recognition. Never asked for it either, though. That's one nice thing about Cam. He was a good guy. Yeah. There you yeah. go. All right. Fake cues, John. Fake news? Fake cues. Oh, fake cues. All right. I'm going to try the video, but we're having some technical difficulties. All right. Hey, get ready for another episode of Fake Cues with Johnny Starr and Ron the Baker.
So what we've done in the past is I've I've given you two um, usually two quotes, and you have to pick who said what, right? Okay. All right. Well, this time we did a. This is the uh, the star fireworks version of it. Let me get this made a little bigger here. Hopefully this works. All right. We got two quotes here, and these two quotes are by two members of your warehouse staff. You can see the lovely Clay and the lovely Chase. There oh yeah, the yeah. Mm -hmm. So we took videos of them. So I asked them this. I asked them this question. You ever see the match game where they would always say, you know, you know, slutty Susie is slow slutty, so slutty, and how slutty is she? She's so slutty that she, you know, wears a blank around her waist or oh, something okay. like that. Okay, so, I remember a scene like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So when the minute they said blank, I always thought something dirty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. when they say blank, it always yeah, it lends itself to that. Yeah. yeah. So. And Paul Lynn used to be great at that. He would always oh, answer yeah. with a funny, yeah. really funny, hilarious thing. Yeah. So I had I asked this question: work and I because Clay is leaving, as we mentioned before. So I was like, all right, so Clay's leaving. So what what we do? So I said, Clay, answer this question: working with Johnny Star at Starfireworks is like working with a blank. So I asked that same question to Clay. Mm -hmm. And I asked the same question to Chase. So we'll see if you know Chase and you know Clay. So the first answer I got, and I'm not going to tell you who said it, working with Johnny Starr at Star Fireworks is like working with a pyro slut. That was the first one. All right. Next one. Working with Johnny Starr at Star Fireworks is like working with a le with a labor service version of Tony Montana. <laughs> well, that was Clay. Oh man, you got that right away. Uh, yeah, of course. How do how do you know well, that? A labor service version of Tony Montana. How could you possibly know that? I know Clay. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll play it for you. Ready. Working with Johnny Starr at Star Fireworks is like working with a pyro slut. <laughs> I go. I'd have to say working with Johnny Star at Star Fireworks is like working with a labor service version of Tony Montana. <laughs> there you go. Yes, perfect. Working We're gonna. I should call Chase and Clay both on the radio right now and tell them. Really. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Working with a pyro slut. That's not nice. <laughs> Well, I like the, uh, you know, the... Version of Tony Montana, labor yeah. Service how, many, how many of those do you got back there? How many what? How many what? Just two. Pyro sluts. Oh. We don't know. We're talking about uh, your version of a labor service of Tony Montana, and Chase says, like, working with a pyro slut. How many pyro sluts does he need? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. All right. What's next? All right. What's next? Um, we um, I had something else. What did I do with it? Here it is. We're gonna we're gonna just we'll we'll save these other couple things for later. It's it's late. You got to go back. I just wanted to show you something that I saw. We'll we'll, we'll end this All one right. here. More than yeah, 40, 40 minutes. Man. All right, John. Elon Musk. I think you like this guy. I do like him. Did you see what he said about uh, remote working? Uh, no, I haven't. Elon Musk reportedly declares remote work no longer acceptable at Tesla. Look what he, look what he said. I'm so glad that someone's taking the initiative finally. Well, listen to what he said. It's pretty funny. 
Tesla CEO Elon Musk has taken a hardline stance against his employees working from home. And you and I have both talked about that in the yeah. evening. Uh, Bloomberg reports. In an email apparently sent to the company's executive staff with the subject line, remote work is no longer acceptable. The CEO said employees must spend a minimum hour of a minimum of 40 hours per week in the office or else depart Tesla. He said this should be a main Tesla office and not a remote branch office. Responding to a screenshot of the alleged email posted on Twitter, Musk did not deny its authenticity and wrote that anyone who disagrees with the policy. This is this is the funniest line. This is how you know this guy's got a sense of humor. Anyone who disagrees with the policy of coming into the office should pretend to work somewhere else. Yeah, there you go. Tesla did not respond to the request for comment, but is widely reported to have dissolved his press office. So in his email, the CEO added that he would be willing to consider requests to work remotely under some circumstances, but indicated that such requests would have to be exceptional to be approved. If there are particularly exceptional contributors, for whom this is impossible, I will review and approve those exceptions directly. He wrote, working for 80 hours in person, he said, is less than we ask of our factory workers. In a follow-up email uh, seen by uh, Electrek, the CEO claimed his own history of almost living in the Tesla factory was the reason behind the company's survival. I mean, you're here 18 hours a day. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. The more, the more senior you are, the more visible must be your presence, he wrote. There are, of course, companies that don't require this, but when was the last time? This is, this is another awesome line. There are, of course, companies that don't require this, but when was the last time they shipped a great new product? It's been a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After the global pandemic forced many companies to rapidly introduce remote working policies, many are now assessing how they should bring their employees back into the office or whether they even need to in the first place. Some, such as Apple, are testing a hybrid approach that involves employees coming in the office for just part of the week. Tesla's hardline stance makes it a relative outlier and the so-called new normal. If you don't show up, we will assume you have resigned, Musk wrote. You can read both of this of these emails in their entirety on the website. So I love I love some of his lines there. You know, yeah. when, when is the when is the last time any of them shipped a great new product? It's mm -hmm. been a while. I say that all the time. There's just no there's yeah. nothing. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Nothing's getting done. Nothing's really nothing exciting. Nothing new. No, no. It's just and response time right. is ridiculous. Right. I mean, that's the hardest part. Response time is ridiculous. You call somebody and they have bad reception on their phone and mm -hmm. you, know, you hear a baby crying and the yeah. dog barking. Oh, I had to take my dog. You know, really, we're, we're supposed and to. And what I don't like is the attitude that I see from people and not mad at me, but I start talking to them and they basically come out and just say how angry they are because now they have to go back to work. Right. Well, they thought it would last forever. And I mean, could you imagine you would want this stuff to go on longer? And one of our good friends said that. And I was like, really, that's a great thing. But we're not going to name names here. But anyways, uh, people would rather... Wear masks, see businesses close up, go out of business and everything else just to keep this going so they don't have to go to work. That's how sick we yeah. are. Oh, well, yeah. How we become. Lazy. It's, just, yeah. it's an excuse for some people to be extremely lazy. You know, I remember our good friend saying, yeah, with this unemployment, this is great. My son's got, you know, 
10 grand in the bank, well, when you can't make your mortgage payment, I hope we can help you. Yeah, it's not good for anybody, no. kids or adults or elderly. No. It's not good for them to be uh, Get to be out of your money. house, yeah. go to work. Yeah. Just like today, you saw we were driving the line around. It was around the whole restaurant at McDonald's. You know, all I wanted was a cup of coffee. I ran in there. All right. And I ordered one cup of coffee. And then I was even getting a little upset by waiting as I'm seeing bags going to the windows and I'm sitting there waiting for one cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, I know it shows up on a computer screen, but I shouldn't have to wait for, you know, 12 big orders to get me a cup of coffee. And that right. was not right. the case years ago. The case you're, you come in and get a cup of coffee. The, the lady who took yeah. your, well, the lady who took your money just turned around and got you the cup of coffee. Right. I mean. Right. Now it's a whole new system. Yeah, but I, you know, obviously I said something. I'm like, you know, I'm in a hurry. I just ordered a cup of coffee. I'm, I don't really want 10 breakfast sandwiches like the station wagon over right. there, you know. You got to have your coffee, especially before you go on the yeah. on North Dakota today. Yeah, yeah, North Dakota today. They, they asked some hard, some hard line questions. They, you had, they had you sandwiched. It was two nice looking women, and you were in the middle. They wanted of them. me in the middle. They, they said, did. put them in, put, put them in the middle. They I said, was, I tried to go on the end. They you know? No, they wanted, they wanted you in the middle of that train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny sandwich. The Johnny sandwich. Oh well. man, yeah. You should have led with a joke, though. You should have said, "Why can't we do?" North Dakota tonight. Why does it have to be morning? I thought it was. I, yeah, well, you know, but it's not my show, Ron. I don't want to, you know I, I mean? know you got to, you know. You, you I never, would love you to. I mean, you know, I, I could I could easily do what, you know. I would. And then I said before I got on the air, I said, what is his name? And she says, Malcolm. I said, okay. I go, hey, Malcolm, it's Marlon. <laughs> what? And, and then, but I, I was, thought I heard her say Malcolm. I think she, she was doing that just to mess with you. No, she did say Malcolm. Maybe his name was Marlon Malcolm. But his name was Marlon. He's like, no, Marlon. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Malcolm. I'm Marlon. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, but then it was, um, but I did hear the, the news commentator call her Gina instead of Jenna. So, like, Oh, my God. Yeah. You had a whole At slew least I knew names their names. I mean, I had their names. Yeah. Yeah. Marlon and Anna, I knew them. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. Well, if you're going to be on a couch with two women, you should know their names, I would think. Yeah. 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 Answering questions. And uh, But it was good. And, yeah, um, yeah I'm, I liked it. It was fun. A good experience. Yeah. And uh, I hope they call me back again. Yeah. Well, it was all. And it was because you're uh, doing work with a charity. Yeah. Yeah. Lend a hand, hand up. Lend a hand up. So it up. used to be lend a hand, but they added the word up to it now. What the why? I don't know. It always scares me when people change names. Like, what'd you do wrong? You know. Yeah, so lend a hand up. Wrong. Yeah, I remember like Midwest Fireworks, Midwest Fireworks Two, yeah. <laughs> Ace Midwest. <laughs> he kept changing, and then you know, then it was uh, before that it was uh, um, uh, Midwest Fireworks, and then it was the, and then before it was uh, oh, what, what the heck was his name? Um, um, Deerfield something. He always he always kept changing his name. And it Larry, was, Larry yeah, Holmans, right? Yeah. Most of the time due to like not paying his taxes. Right. <laughs> I don't own Midwest Fireworks. I own Midwest Fireworks too. <laughs> ah, that's some other guy. I don't know who. Yeah, that is. he was always uh yeah, yeah. Was Larry. He's always trying to get duck away and dodge him. Duck and dodge him. Duck, well, there's dodge, dive, and dive. We can call him Duck and Dodge Larry Lomaz. Yeah. There you go. Duck. Always dodge, good dive. to. Um, 
You know, it is nice. I have all these pictures, obviously, hanging all over the place. And, uh, in the showroom, you mean? Showroom and upstairs in my office. Uh-huh. And now they start adding a bunch of, uh, you know, obituary pictures to my bathroom. You know, Steve, he loves to do that. You yeah, know? you got a few choice ones. Yeah, you know, and stuff. But um, it is kind of nice, though, when you, you know, even when you go to the bathroom, you're like, hey, how's it going, everybody? You know, you're, you're, you're sitting there. It's my private bathroom, actually, so... But uh, but you don't forget people when you look at their picture, you know. And yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I should true. have more pictures of uh, of dead people in your uh, bathroom. Well, not in my bathroom, but more. Well, you know when you, you see want them, more pictures of dead people. We, I guess so. Yeah. Well, because then you think about them more. You know, when you don't have pictures, you don't think about them. But when you look at their face. So when I was up in the office, they helping you. I just looked up in the wall, and there's Larry Lomaz with the beard. You know, that was probably. Probably from the 70s, you know. Oh, okay. It's kind of good to see, you know. There you go. Yeah. We'll, you want, we'll get you some more pictures, Debbie. We'll get Elvis in yeah. there. We'll get. Yeah, I mean, if I live long enough, the, the bathroom will be full. <laughs> get you Eddie Van Halen. We'll get you pictures of a bunch of. We'll get yeah. you a bunch of pictures put in that bathroom. Well, it looks like they're going to start uh, loading a truck here, Ron. I think, I think so. they're evicting I think, yeah, us. They're, they're evicting us. Yep, All right, they're well, evicting we'll, us. We'll, we'll call this one quits. We'll do one or we'll do at least two. We'll probably do two more. One like maybe Thursday, and then one on the fourth, like we always do in the afternoon. Sounds good to so, me. So uh, yeah, keep uh, keep uh, keep the chin up there, and let's uh, let's keep going on the fourth. Yeah, let's let's uh, bright up the brighten up the sky to, uh, on the fourth of July, and let's buy a lot of fireworks, and let's uh, let's make some noise. And uh, if you can't make it to Star Fireworks on the fourth, uh, right around eleven o'clock or so, tune in on our YouTube channel, yeah. and we'll live stream the uh, Stevo's Big Fireworks Show. Spectacular. Stevo's Spectacular yeah, Fireworks Show. What I called it. What was my name again? I, I know you said Steve, but he likes Steve-O. Steve, oh, okay, Steve's, well, I said Steve. Steve's yeah. Epic Fourth of July, Fireworks Spectacular. There you go. Epic Fourth of July. Uh, epic. Epic. Wow. It's, it's not, if it's not epic, it's not worth it. Nope, That's I agree. That's what I say. All right. Everyone and that might even be the, the name of the show. If it's not epic, it's not worth it. There, there you, you go. go. I like that. All right. All later, righty. everyone.